Hey guys, welcome back to another Canine Performance Podcast episode. I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, We've taken a little bit of a break from doing the podcast episodes, but I am hopping back on to the podcast train. Going to try and be a little bit more consistent for you guys and putting out some more of these episodes. So in today's podcast episode, I would like to talk about uh, balanced trainers and the different tools that we use in training. Um, So a lot of times I get asked questions that really get me thinking or that I know the answer to, but people don't ask the question very often. And a while back during a virtual training session, uh, someone asked a very good question um, and they asked it in a very polite way. They were just genuinely curious. Um, And they were interested in why uh, balanced dog trainers use the tools that they do within the industry. Now, I've seen a lot of people um, on Instagram or on Facebook mock a lot of dog trainers and saying that having certain tools such as a prong collar or an e-collar is a copy-paste training, cookie-cutter training, or even uh, going so far as making memes and calling it the balanced dog trainer starting pack. Um, However, I would say that that's definitely not the case. I think that for the majority of balanced dog trainers out there, or just dog trainers in general, we are very capable of using other tools in our toolbox besides the prong collar and an e-collar. Um, You know, I don't think that I speak for just myself, but for a lot of other trainers that I've had the opportunity to network with and have really in-depth conversations with that we feel as though we can definitely do really great things with the dog with just a slip lead and some food and some motivation um, and be able to put some really good obedience onto a dog and get them into a much better state of mind. However, the problem is, is that I am the dog trainer. My clients are not dog trainers. Uh, I have had repetitions upon repetition, hundreds of repetitions on handling food, on how to give leash corrections, leash guidance, um, how to charge my verbal markers, how to build up food motivation, but most importantly, my timing. And I think that that's what people really struggle with the most when it comes to owners is just having that really good timing. Um, But Regardless of all of that, dog owners are bringing their dogs to me to train because they are not the dog trainer. If they knew how to work with a slip lead or a flat collar and some food, then they wouldn't be having the behavioral issues that they are currently having with their dog. So yeah, absolutely. A lot of us balanced trainers in the industry are going to use prong collars and e-collars because that is something that is transferable to the client at the end of the training session, whether it be a private training session, virtual training, online training, or a board and train, which is the majority of what I do, which is board and trains, that at the end of all of that, I built a very great foundation. Um, I put a lot of work into the dog's obedience and removing some of these problem behaviors. And if I am able to do that with just a food and a slip lead, 
because I have really good timing. I understand motivation. I'm very consistent. I know how to make my communication system very clear. I represent a leader to the dog and we have a really good relationship over the past two weeks that they have been with me. I understand reinforcement schedules. I know how to implement structure and boundaries. Just off the top of my head, I'm able to easily list all those things off that I am personally very good at, but to an owner, they are going to struggle with those different things. So at the end of the board and train, I can hand over a remote and I can hand over a leash and a prong collar and I can give them two to three hours worth of information because that's typically how long my go home sessions are. I can give them all of the foundational information that they need. And now the dog is in a place where they are simply in the maintenance phase. The owner doesn't need to teach the dog anything else from this point moving forward. They just simply need to maintain these really good behaviors, these really good habits, keep the dog physically and mentally fulfilled, biologically as well. Um, And they're able to live a better life with their dog. But without those different tools, that's very, 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 very difficult and challenging, if not impossible. It's already very difficult for owners, um, you know, to build that, you know, sort of relationship and have the level of consistency needed, even with these tools that make it, I, I don't want to call it easier, but it definitely makes it simpler to be able to train your dog from home. And so if you're ever wondering why do all of these balanced trainers have prong collars or e-collars on the dog? And it is because not only is it fair to the dog because it is a clear communication system, that's what these tools were made for. It wasn't just that one day someone made these tools and then we just kept them around for the past 50 years. It's because they were designed with a specific purpose and function to be able to train dogs in the clearest and most humane way possible. And it's something that we can hand over to owners at the end of the session because we have installed a clear communication system with the dog. And now we need to teach the owners how to have the timing, how to utilize motivation, how to continue to develop that clear communication system, how to have consistency, why is consistency important, and what are some different things that they can do on an everyday basis to build that relationship and become a leader in their dog's eyes. So If you are at home and you don't use a prong collar or an e-collar and you have been on this journey of self-education, for one, I applaud you for doing that. That is awesome. And then for two, that's the reason why you'll see a lot of us balanced trainers utilize these different tools and training. Not only is it something transferable to the owners, but it's also fair to the dogs to develop a clear communication system. So that's all that I have for today's podcast episode. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed this and it gave a little bit of insight into why we use some of the tools that we use in training, not because it's copy paste or your balanced dog trainer starter pack, but for the reasons that I mentioned during this podcast episode. So If you enjoyed this podcast episode, um, feel free to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast episode. Um, Also check out our Instagram and our YouTube. You can find us on canine, C-A-N-I-N-E. 
underscore performance on Instagram and by the same name on YouTube as well. We try and put out a lot of really great content that you guys can try and train your dog at home. If you need some more assistance with training your dog at home, please remember that we do have an online training platform where I can help walk you through step-by-step um, with videos um, and in-depth explanations on how to train your dog from the comfort of your, of your own home from A to Z. You can find that link in our Instagram bio. But besides that, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one.